This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Democrats set to move spending bills. Concerns rise on nutrition programs. High hopes for China talks and U.S. and Japan trade leaders to meet. Democrats are set to move spending bills. Congressional Democrats trying to ramp up the pressure on President Donald Trump and Republican lawmakers to end the shutdown. The House Rules Committee is scheduled to meet this afternoon to set up floor debate on four fiscal 19 spending bills, including a pair of measures that would fund USDA, FDA, EPA, and the Interior Department through September 30th. Senate Democrats are pressuring Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to take up House-passed spending bills, but McConnell has repeatedly said that Democrats must work out a deal first with the President. The House bills are based on legislation developed last year by the Senate and don't represent compromises worked out with House Republicans. Vice President Mike Pence told reporters at the White House yesterday that Democrats are refusing to negotiate on the border wall until the government is reopened. By the way, one side effect of the shutdown is that dairy producers can't sign up for coverage under the new revenue protection policy while the risk management agency is closed. Farms producing about 10 billion pounds of milk, or 5% of U.S. production, signed up for the coverage after the policies went on the market in October. Concerns rise on nutrition programs. As the shutdown drags on, expect to hear a lot more about the possibility that federal nutrition programs could start running out of money. Jim Wheel, president of the Food Research and Action Center, said it is unconscionable to hold hostage programs like SNAP, WIC, and other school meals that are essential to the nutrition, health, development, learning, and well-being of tens of millions Americans. USDA officials have not said for sure how long they can keep the programs funded, and 95% of the staff of the USDA's Food and Nutrition Service is furloughed during the shutdown. According to one report, USDA may not have enough money in reserve to cover all the SNAP benefits due to be paid out in February. We'll also express concern about the impact of the shutdown on federal employees who will likely miss a paycheck this week. Keep in mind, February may seem a long way off, but public concern about the nutrition programs should increase the political pain for lawmakers well before then. High hopes for China trade talks. Two days of U.S.-China trade talks in Beijing should be wrapping up today. And while no major breakthroughs are expected, farmers here will be looking for positive or negative signs as U.S. negotiators pack up and head home. Escalation of the trade war between the U.S. and China has temporarily stopped, but Chinese retaliatory tariffs continue to impede U.S. agricultural exports, and farmers and ranchers want to see them lifted. We are anxious to see real progress to end this trade war quickly, says American Soybean Association President Davy Stevens, with Ambassador Greg Dowd of the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative and Undersecretary Ted McKinney of the United States Department of Agriculture among the delegation in China to discuss trade. We are hopeful that real progress is forthcoming. This has been a long and costly half year for farmers, and while we need stability returned to this market, we cannot withstand another six months. The USTR is expected to release a statement on the conclusion of the talks that should come later today. U.S. and Japan trade leaders to meet tomorrow. 
It's not on any public schedule, but U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer will sit down this week for a bilateral meeting with Japanese Trade Minister Hiroshige Seiko. The meeting, according to a USTR, will take place tomorrow, the same day that Lighthizer and Seiko are scheduled to meet with EU Trade Commissioner Cecilia Malmström for a trilateral discussion at the offices of the EU delegation to the United States. The Trump administration announced in October its official intention to begin negotiating free trade agreements with Japan, the EU, and the UK. While U.S. ag groups say they are hopeful for all three potential trade packs, a Japan deal is crucial. President Trump pulled the U.S. out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership deal with Japan and 10 other countries in 2017, putting U.S. farm exports at a disadvantage to competitors like Canada and Australian wheat suppliers. Better training said needed on tobacco restrictions. More than half of government officials overseas say they haven't been trained about restrictions on promoting tobacco products. That according to a new report from the Government Accountability Office. Since the 1990s, Congress has barred USDA and the Departments of State and Commerce from using appropriated funds to promote U.S. tobacco exports. The GAO report found no instance where government officials promoted tobacco products but recommended agencies clarify the restrictions. Federal officials say they're sometimes unsure whether to attend business events where representatives for U.S. tobacco companies are present. The U.S. exported over $2 billion in tobacco and tobacco-related products in 2017. Here's today's He Said It. Growing up working on my family's farm, I learned at an early age that agriculture is not just a business. It's a way of life. To keep thriving, our farm families need more certainty from Washington and fewer rules and regulations. That was Republican Senator David Perdue of Georgia in a statement announcing that he will remain a member of the Senate Agriculture Committee in the 116th Congress. Well, that is Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.